Hey friends, it's Jana and Ashley. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Geek Girls Universe Podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe Weekly Bugle. This past week, we got a new look at Black Widow. This morning, we got a look at Loki. We got a Space Jam trailer, a Bruce Campbell tease, and a lot more. We have a lot to talk about, but first, if you're new here or haven't already, we would love it if you subscribed to us and left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. Well, I'm not even sure where to start. There was a lot of news this week. For real. I mean, we did our main breakdown for Falcon and the Winter Soldier already. So if you're looking for that, just go hop on our previous podcast and you will get all of the goodness there. But one of the things we do want to chat about briefly is... Uh, one of the theories that's going around, and we talked a little bit about this on the podcast, but I feel like we've done so much just chatting over the last few days, including like our Marvel Mondays Twitter chat this morning and just, you know, with friends and whatever over the weekend and with each other and just all all the things, all the people, all the rabbit holes. Oh oh my goodness. All (laughs) the rabbit holes. Like I think I spent all day Friday on rabbit holes. Like this is, this is becoming a problem for me. Like Marvel, Disney Plus, I love you so hard. However, my efficiency and productivity on Fridays is really diminished. So like, whew, it's going to be a problem I mean, at some point. I would say that that's on you because <laughs> you should know yourself well enough that Fridays have to be clear. They do. Like, you just like, have to clear have your to schedule. and make them clear because I just, but even, even, with making them mostly clear, I'll be all like, oh, well, I want to get, you know, update my quotes post or my memes post or maybe do an Easter egg post depending on like how good, you know, if there's only a couple of eggs, I'm like, eh, whatever. But like when there's a really good one like this week, I'm like, oh, but then I go down these rabbit holes researching for the post and I'm like, you know, six hours later, I still haven't written a stupid post because I'm researching (laughs) egg after egg after egg after connection. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is just absurd. And Yeah, it is on me a little bit, but it's because my mind just keeps going. I don't know. Maybe it's the ADHD. I don't know what to tell you. Um, But yeah. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Sharon Carter, power broker. Like, what are we thinking about this? Because I'm torn. Like, part of me says it's way too obvious for her to be the power broker. That said, the other part of me is like, dude. I think she might be the power broker because, I mean, the title of the episode was Power Broker. We meet Sharon in this episode. Sharon is salty AF from having been on the run for the last, what, five years, seven years since Civil War. She's the only one of that whole group that didn't get pardoned after her involvement with stealing the shield and... She is living in Madripoor, and she is living a good life in Madripoor as a whatever black market stolen art dealer. dealer. <laughs> like I'm like, come on, girl. Like that seems a little sus, a little extra sus. Like sh- I mean, she should be making good money doing that, but at the same time, is she really making good enough money doing that that she can afford that apartment in Hightown? I don't 
don't know. And then there's the things, like the little clues that you could be reading into, but it's like they're, you know, they're walking through Lowtown to go to the bar and you see the the graffiti on the wall that says power brokers watching. And it's just moments later that we're introduced to her after Selby gets assassinated. And then they're running through the, through low town away from the bar because, you know, of course everybody thinks they did it. And now there's a bounty on their heads and she just miraculously shows up as their guardian angel. I just, there's so many little things that kind of, I don't know. What do you think? I agree. (laughs) I mean, I, I think she's suspicious for sure. I don't think she's the power broker because I feel it's too obvious. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like with WandaVision and they're like, it's all Wanda. And I'm like, that's a little too obvious, right? I mean, it was her, but it wasn't just her. So I think she's either working with the power broker or she's working with another organization. Right. And like just knows that it's a bad, we think it's a guy. We know it's a bad guy or somebody you don't want to cross. I... Again, I've leaned more towards it being Ross. It could possibly be Zemo. I mean, what better way to throw him yeah. off than be like, I don't want to mess with that guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, I really don't think it's... Like, my hang-up with the Sharon thing, other than it being obvious, is that I don't see a Carter getting involved in that. Like, you're, you're, you're Peggy Carter's niece. Like, I just don't see it happening. And I get being disenfranchised and cynical, for yeah. sure. But, but I think her relationship... Extreme. Right. I think her relationship with Peggy would keep her from going like too far to the other side. And and with the super soldier thing, Zemo for sure wants that dealt with. So perhaps he inherited that problem from the previous power broker, kind of like a Dread Pirate Roberts situation, right? Right. You take out the power broker, you become the power broker, mm-hmm. then whatever. I also wonder if Sharon is actually working for... Tiger Tiger, mm-hmm. who is a uh, X-Men character who runs some legit stuff. Well, I should say nah. illegitimate stuff. <laughs> I mean, she's like legit, like she will take you down. Yeah. But like, uh, legit, so huh? That's an interesting choice of words. So, but all right, she's <laughs> legit she, bad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. She she runs some stuff in the underground of Madripoor. Uh, there was a casting rumor that she would be in the show. Sharon could be either working for her. Or she is her and they're kind of, you know, obviously doing a little bending of the characters and combining them. I don't know. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, Bucky was drinking Tiger beer in episode one. Yes. They're in Madripoor now. Uh, or they were. They left Madripoor. Yeah, I don't I just I don't think it's Sharon. I just I can't a hundred percent commit to that one. No, I, I can't a hundred percent commit either. It's just it's so it does seem too convenient to be her, but at the same time, there's so many weird things. And I, I will say like, kind of like you mentioned or, you know, alluded to the Wanda thing. I never thought it was Wanda a hundred percent. Like I think we always knew from the beginning it right. wasn't Wanda a hundred percent. And in fact, I think we always thought it was somebody more than Agnes also. Like we knew. Yes. Agnes was involved, but suspected something more than Agnes. And I think we know it was more than Agnes because she's got that book. Yep. That still has something going on that's going to tie into whatever later. So. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? So like, that's where I I go. Well, 
you know, could it still be Sharon tied to somebody? I think possibly. But yeah, it mm-hmm. does seem a little bit like I, I hesitate to be like, gosh, could Sharon really be that evil? I don't know. Like, I just don't know. Like, it doesn't fee- it doesn't sit right with me. Right. And just her reactions too. like, she seems surprised by some things that I would think the power broker wouldn't be surprised by. Right. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I can't fully commit to it. I like how you said it, it's too convenient. That's a good word. It, it sounds it seems, too it, convenient yes. for her to be the power broker. It's too like neatly tied up in a bow. And uh-huh. Marvel is not known to do that. No, not right? very not, often. Not, not this early in the game. It'll neatly tie up into a bow at the end. <laughs> yes. Like phase four or five. <laughs> yes. But not now. <laughs> yeah. If this had happened in episode five I might be like oh okay oh it was Sharon it was Sharon all along but it, yeah in episode <laughs> three I'm kind of like I just I don't know but it was just interesting how like all these little things are here and you're like I mean maybe but is she really that angry and bitter that she's turned I'm like I don't know it seems like right. a lot it does I don't know anyway we want to know your theories let mm-hmm. us know comment on the blog tweet us you know the drill and bring your evidence bring your yeah, evidence bring your evidence we want to know see what your, <laughs> your your thoughts are uh because yeah i mean it's just it's yeah and if you don't think it's sharon who do you think it is and obviously if you think it's sharon like ashley said you know bring us the goods bring the evidence because i'm an estj i like my facts i need the backup <laughs> And we're both eights, Enneagram eights. So we also like backup for that reason. So yeah, for sure. We don't do just because. (laughs) (laughs) No. Fact. Here's a fact. The Black Widow final final, I'm assuming, trailer (laughs) uh, was amazing. Uh, It's celebrating the set in stone July 9th release. So it's going to release in theaters and on Disney Plus premiere access simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Uh, it started out with flashbacks, her voiceover, uh, rude. It ended, the flashback portion ended with the end game part. And I was like, oh. That was rude. <laughs> that. However, we got to look at young Natasha, young Red Guardian, plenty of action, mm-hmm. and our best look at Taskmaster yet. I'm excited for this villain because he's really hard to beat, especially if your skill set is hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. like hers is. So it's going to be epic. I cannot wait. Same. And we have waited so long for this that (laughs) it's going to be, I mean, it was going to be good to begin with, but I think it's going to be even better just because we've had to wait so long. I think we're going to really be pleased. I know it's going to be like seeing a Marvel movie for the first time ever. As you know, <laughs> it cause it's been so for long. For the first time in forever. Oh, uh, no. Sorry. Can no, I know you. You, you hate Frozen too. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to blame this on Mike because it's like earworm day. <laughs> oh, did he infect you with his superpower of earworms? He did. I think he did today. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm stoked. So, I told you this, but I'll share my plan because, guys, let's talk about this. I don't know where everyone lives, obviously, it's listening. <laughs> but where I live, I can't see a movie in IMAX like I like to because I'm a brat for $30. Not for my whole family. And certainly if my husband and I want to go together, a matinee IMAX experience is still like $40-some. 
So with that being said, I fully intend to see it in theaters and I fully intend to pay for it on Premiere Access because guess what? For that 30 bucks, we can literally watch it as much as we want. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, super geeks like us, how awesome is that going to be? We don't have to wait for it to come out on, you know, to own. We can literally just be like, pause every frame if we want to, because we Mm -hmm. have it on Disney Plus. And we will. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Duh. Totally. I mean, I cannot wait to be like, oh, there's that one part. I'm going to break it down again. <laughs> Let me do it in slow-mo. Should, should we take bets now on how many times we're going to watch it in like the first week? Okay. <laughs> I, are we betting like how many times you're watching it? And then you'll bet how many times I watch it? I mean, I don't know. Because you know it's going to be a lot. <laughs> like I'm I betting say, somewhere between six and ten. <laughs> eight, eight. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> opening weekend, I guarantee it at least four times yeah but then if you want to continue for the whole week mm-hmm. oh totally it, mm-hmm. it's going to be closer to 10 yeah and also how many text messages are going to be exchanged oh my god about it can i just say thank goodness <laughs> for unlimited text <laughs> yes thank goodness it's not what the 90s early 2000s we had right? to pay for text <laughs> you know i'm curious if we all buy it does our disney watch group watch feature work in the disney plus Ooh, if we've all paid that for would it be- fun like i'm sure it doesn't if you haven't all paid for it but if we've all paid for it we can do a group watch right that sounds interesting we'll have to check this out and report back yeah we will just saying okay well moving on from black widow our next amazing trailer (laughs) oh my goodness it was so good so good so fresh this morning. It was a nice surprise on this Monday morning. Perfect for Marvel Mondays. Beautiful surprise. Beautiful Thanks, Marvel, surprise. for dropping that on Marvel Mondays. We appreciate that branding. It was fantastic. I it mean, was like, hilarious. It was absurd because, you know, that was a funny quote, but it wasn't absurd. Unless you use the meaning of absurd as being, like, incredibly amazing, awesome. Right. It was hilarious. Um, I think my favorite moment was when Owen Wilson's character Mobius was like, you know, I don't trust you. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. And Loki like, I won't do it again. Like shrug. <laughs> totally innocent. It's like classic. It's like, Loki. Okay. <laughs> He's like, right. well, what? I won't yeah. do it again. So he'll just stab him in the front. There you go. Then he didn't stab him in the back. So Could stab funny. him in the side. Could stab him in the neck. I mean, as long as he doesn't stab him in the back, it's not a lie. It is. It's true. He would just stab <laughs> him somewhere else. Yes. Uh, what else? So the cat in the trailer. Yes. Now, when I see a cat in the MCU, I'm like, it's a flurkin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a flurkin. But it's a flurkin. Like, I want it to be a flurkin. Like, how cool would that be? I mean, I basically call all cats that look anything remotely like that a flurkin like if it's got the orange whatever tabby colors it's just a flurkin even in real life (laughs) so my two are flurkins because they are 100 (laughs) flurkins it's possible my loki is is chubby he probably did swallow a tesseract i'm just saying (laughs) it looks like a flurkin and it smells like a flurkin it's probably a (laughs) flurkin So the flurkin was in the office with the paper pusher guy who that scene is like the DMV, but for the TVA. 
He's so like, funny. you need to sign that. Like, can you verify that this is everything you've ever said? Like, are you kidding me? I'd be like, up what? He's like, this of is course, a Loki goes. And then you hear the old school, like, printer. And he's like, and this one too. It is absurd. Too funny. And then, so I had a work meeting at like one o'clock, whatever, call in, we have this meeting. And it turns out that the guy who plays the paper pusher guy is a good friend of my teammates. So I was like, that was pretty funny. So I got to talk about the Loki trailer again. (laughs) At work. Don't you love that? Right. I got paid to talk about the Loki trailer. It's the best. That's always a good day. I think my favorite thing in that whole um, trailer, though, was the part where uh, Owen Wilson's character, Mobius, was trying to get Loki to, they were headed off somewhere and Loki says to him, it's adorable that you think you can possibly manipulate me. And I was like, yes. Oh, I know. (laughs) And also he's like, do I get a weapon? He says no, but then like, (laughs) to like the next scene and he's got his two daggers that he like flips. I was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that he even asked, do I get a weapon? I was like, for real? (laughs) Pretty sure that's like, technically Loki, you don't need a weapon. Right. Okay. I want your opinion on this. So this one's going around too. Is it Black Widow? We saw her in the teaser trailer. We saw her or someone who looks like her today in the new trailer. It could be her. I mean, I see people talking about Lady Loki, which if Lady Loki could very well look like Black Widow and then, you know, transform. Sure. So, I mean, I don't know. Possibility. That's a Loki variant. Yep. You know, Lady Loki is a variant. I also. Character. But part of me, and maybe this is my wishful thinking, is that since we're on a whole, we broke the, we broke reality and we're going back to fix the timeline, that if we are going back in time, we potentially get to see Natasha. Right. That's my reason as to why that could work, that it is actually her. True. I thought when I first saw it in the original teaser was that it looked kind of like what I would imagine the soul stone world to look Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And so that would be, if that's the case, that would be current Natasha. Right. Talking to 2012 Loki who like, you know, whatever, we don't know how the time is going to flow, but no, no, that it's, it's not linear and it's kind of layered. That's 2012 Loki who just called her a mewling quim, like what? five minutes ago <laughs> and now they're sitting down in the soul stone world like having a heart to heart that's such a it's, great line it's I, it is i love it it's it's gonna be interesting if it's black widow it is going to be interesting to see their comment see and hear their conversation because mm-hmm. of that fact right part of me also thinks it's black widow because they haven't made a big deal out of it right like if they like they've kept it on the dl like i feel like if they really wanted us to know it was Black Widow. They would have shown it as Black Widow. And this is very like, oh, we're pretty sure it's her. And then we've seen it again. And we're like, yeah, kind of looks like her. And yes, I understand like, you know, we just discussed it could be Lady Loki, but uh, it almost seems more like it's her and they're just hinting at it rather than making it obvious. True. Because that's a very MCU thing to do. Very true. I don't know. 
I mean, I guess we'll we could say only time will tell, but that's such a boring answer. It's, I mean, it is, but it's also kind of true, <laughs> especially considering we're dealing with the time variance authority. <laughs> exactly. Which is like <laughs> such a terrible, like, I don't know, is that a pun even? <laughs> like, that's horrible. Okay, so what I love about, obviously, WandaVision opened up the whole multiverse possibility. Loki's definitely going in that direction. The whole play on the word variant. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I again, it's like the commercials for WandaVision. Surface level variant means, uh, you know, it's off of the name, Time Variance Authority. But then there's the comic book variant, which means your comic book covers are different. And then there's the variants of the characters where yes. it's, it's Loki, but it's not like this Loki. It's a different Loki. Mm-hmm. So it's all. And I mean, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home apparently is also, I mean, we're pretty much sure this is like the worst kept secret. It's going to have the multiverse. But then it's all going to culminate into Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. And some interesting cameos have been possibly shared. Yes. Um, so a few months back, Bruce Campbell tweeted about working on a movie in a city with some people and that it was great. <laughs> the image he shared was of London where Doctor Strange too just happened to be filming, you know, just a little dink, right? Uh, then on April 1st, and yes, I realize it's April 1st, he tweeted a piece of the supposed script where his character, the disheveled man, is speaking to Strange. Now, he's been known to troll fans before because last April he teased a return of Briscoe County Jr., which I'm still salty about because <laughs> I love that show. I loved, loved that show. I think it got one season, and I just like, why? It's so good. Um... <laughs> However, if you add it in with his other tweet and the fact that it's Sam Raimi working on it, Bruce might actually be in this movie. And if that script is somewhat accurate, Strange is looking for the Darkhold, a.k.a. the book Wanda is perusing until she hears her children calling for her at the end of WandaVision. Right. And I would say that if it was just the April Fool's tweet, I'd be like, okay, whatever, funny, ha ha. But since he, it's, you know, it was preceded by the tweet of actually having been in London during a time that they were actually filming, I mm-hmm. almost feel like that could have been a genuine tweet with the expectation that nobody believe it. we're just going to be trolling and being like, oh, you're just trolling us. Ha ha ha. Um, right. And not believe it, which is sort of the intention is that he doesn't really want to say, oh, I'm in this while saying, oh, I'm in this. Right. So. And strange looking for the Darkhold isn't some big secret if you've been paying attention. No, I mean, clearly that's a book of of um, immense power. Mm-hmm. Something strange would, you know, obviously well, be interested and Wong in. knew which one was missing. So. For real. Basically, at this point, if you're even a remote fan of the MCU, if you had no idea that Strange going, is going to be looking for the Darkhold, just don't even bother watching that movie. <laughs> Actually, go back and watch Doctor Strange. Then maybe watch WandaVision and, I'm like, put wrong. it together. Like, I'm not trying to be super mean on a Monday, but, like, you've had a lot of opportunities to understand <laughs> this book at this point. <laughs> To be fair, you know, I guess some people, it's fine. As long as you know that John Walker is a bad guy and you're not one of those out there defending him on Twitter, I'll let it slide about the Darkhold book. Okay, fair, fair. fair. 
that's that's fair. Um, so Bruce Campbell is not the only apparent cameo possibly coming in Doctor Strange too. The Oldsmobile Delta, which first appeared in The Evil Dead, along with other films of his, such as Drag Me to Hell, The Gift, and the Spider-Man trilogy. There's a rumor that the car is going to show up, and Raimi somewhat confirmed that it would. When he was asked, he said, it is currently considering a small cameo. It auto. So I'm like, great, dad joke. <laughs> it auto be in the film. <laughs> but anyway. I love that an inanimate object is considering a cameo. <laughs> Right. Super interesting, right? I wonder I wonder how much serious thought it gave itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did it negotiate its contract? Right, or... right. How much is it getting paid? <laughs> I mean, what was this cameo worth to the studio? That's what I want to know. I love it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, and I guess making this kind of a MCU adjacent tie-in, we got a new Space Jam trailer this weekend for the Space Jam 2 movie mm-hmm. that dropped on Saturday. You know, and I'm not going to lie. I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant because like, I, I really kind of liked Space Jam as a kid. And I say kid, I was in college, but whatever. I was still a kid. I was not <laughs> an adult um, for sure. And you know, but then I, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this is actually looking like it's pretty well done. And unlike the first one that was pretty much a 100% just, hey, Michael Jordan's in this movie. And like, that's the whole reason we're making a movie is to, you know, promote Michael Jordan. And that's the only reason it did anything, in my opinion, despite being entertaining. The new one is definitely not to promote LeBron James. <laughs> It actually has a, you know, kind of its own storyline, but I, I don't think it's LeBron James that's going to be carrying the movie, if that makes sense. I think it'll do its own thing with or without him. The graphics looked great. Character posters we saw look good. But Zendaya, which is the Spider-Man tie-in, is mm-hmm. voicing Lola Bunny. So... Yeah, I, I mean, it was a cute trailer. Don Cheadle's in it, which, you know, so there's another MCU tie-in. <laughs> MCU people are doing, like, things in other places. I, I kind of like it, as long as they stay in our universe, too. Yes. Yeah, it looked good. They have, you know, the whole, like, Looney Tunes gang is back. Looks like a cute story. I don't know. I'm kind of excited. I'll have to say that before I saw the trailer, I was like, why are they making another Space Jam movie? Because I love the original one as a kid. As an adult, I was like, okay, I watched this as a kid. <laughs> Clearly, as you get older, your movie cha- your movie uh, preferences, palette, <laughs> matures, changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I watched the trailer with like no expectations whatsoever. Sure. And my kids really liked it. Um, I think my son is super into that slapstick comedy that's classic in the old cartoons. Yeah. I We grew up, MJ was like the man. And there were other stars in the original one, like Patrick Ewing and uh, Larry Bird. So, like, those are the people I grew up watching on TV. And then, like, I'm a Kobe fan. Obviously, Kobe can't be in it, unfortunately. But, like, LeBron is, like, not my player. So I was just like, oh, it's it's LeBron. So like none of that intrigued me, but I did watch the trailer. I thought it was funny. I liked his line about what in the Matrix? Ew. 
is this? Because that that was funny. That would have been my response too. Like, what's happening? Um, I think it's funny that Don Cheadle's like the server yeah. guy, and he's like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know, as he's falling through uh the t- or the whatever to Loserville, which is the <laughs> Toon World, you see like the Game of Thrones and. It was insane the amount of like Warner Brother properties they threw into this. There was Hanna Barbera, there was uh like Godzilla, or sorry King Kong, and it Pennywise was in this trailer. If you yes. look in the scene, I was like, what the heck? Uh, but I had to legit laugh because then people on Twitter were like, well, who's greater, right? Who's the goat, MJ or LeBron? But somebody made a really good point that it's MJ because LeBron's out here trying to recruit Gandalf and the Iron Giant to help him win this basketball team. MJ won it with uh, Bill Murray and the dude from Seinfeld. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's a good point. That is brutal. Brutal. I was like, oh, so MJ. I wonder if MJ is going to have a cameo like that kind of would be funny. That would be funny. Um, I mean, I could see that happening. But the original had a whole bunch of other ball players in it too. That like, I, they I don't did, think... but they didn't help win the. No, the game. no, no. They lost their talent. But yeah. I'm just saying they were in it, and I, I don't. It didn't really look like there was going to be a lot of that in this one. So maybe there will be, and it's a yeah. surprise. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe it's a surprise, like who they're going to have. Yeah. Like, because how do the goons get their power? Right? Because that was the whole thing. The like. Right. The, the things in Space Jam, the first one, they got their powers by stealing it from, mm-hmm. you know, Muggsy Bogues and, like, all the NBA stars. So it'll be interesting. You know, I'm kind but... of here for LeBron recruiting Gandalf, though. That's, that sounds like a good game, actually. <laughs> I'm just saying. Or the Iron Giant is Vin Diesel coming back and doing a voice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who else the rest of the voice cast is. I didn't really see any major announcements. But yeah, I saw the Zendaya and I was like, oh, that'll be cool. Like, I mean, I like her. My kids were, my kids liked it. The girls were all like, oh, that looks like fun. Yeah, my kids, like I said, they, they were excited about it the way I was excited about the first one when I was a kid. So I could see it. We'll definitely watch it. It's coming to theaters and on HBO Max July 16th. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be one of our family movie nights. And for those of you who are like super nostalgic about the original one, if you didn't know, the original website has been up since 1996 and they didn't replace it, replace it with the movie promo for the new one. Um, They still have the other one hosted. If you just add add a backslash 1996 to it, you will find the original website that was there since they first put it up. So, oh, that's cool. You want to go see that fantastic looking website that's been five years? Oh, 90s. Mm-hmm. I love it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a 90s website, baby. It's actually a decent looking website for the 90s, but I wonder did they revamp laugh. it? I guess a little bit. Remember, because they did that with Captain Marvel, they like made it, very, yeah, uh, old looking, but it wasn't. Yeah, I think at some point they may have, or like at least with the code, so it's not like going to break in your browser because probably it's, you know, but it has the same like look and feel as the original one, which just cracked me up. That's so cool. I'm going to have to go look at that. Yeah, it was funny. I discovered that. I would love to know what everybody else thought of this trailer, especially if you watched the original. And 
I need to know, like, what's the soundtrack going to be like? Because you know and I know the Space Jam soundtrack was banging. Yeah, it was. So the second one better bring it mm-hmm. on the jams. Because I hope it's there's not a Space Zendaya Jam song. without the jams. Ooh, yes, Zendaya. She better, she better get to, like, use her talents because I'm going to be bitter if she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, they're going to need something to, like, be the I believe I can fly. We need mm-hmm. that, but, like, non-problematic yeah not r kelly (laughs) we need a zendaya zendaya come up with a song for that please thanks that's right and i guess before we say goodbye i think we should share that sebi sebastian Mm -hmm. stan teased Mm -hmm. a cliffhanger is coming he did yeah he did an interview earlier this week and said that they were asked, I think he was interviewing with Anthony Mackie, and they were asked if there were any, like, you know, big cliffhanger kind of things uh, in this season. And he said that the the biggest one that we should expect would be after episode four. So that's mm. this Friday, people. Mm. So I don't know. I just, Apparently, I just hope he's not pulling a Paul Bettany. Well, I, you know, I, I kind of. Or Elizabeth Olsen because who, who is the Skywalker cameo? We still don't know. Yeah. Apparently it was <laughs> like, Paul times two. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. So that ain't it. No. So I hope uh, this cliffhanger is a, is a cliffhanger and not like, oh, we saw that coming like right. 500 miles away. <laughs> yes. But who knows? Either way. That's according to Sebastian Stan. There will be a cliffhanger this week's episode. And we will be back to talk all about it. Yes. Assuming it is, exists. I mean, we'll or be back we'll to be talk back. about the episode, whether that exists or not. But I mean, if it doesn't exist, then we'll be back <laughs> to talk about how it didn't exist and how we're exactly. like, salty about That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> either way, we're talking about it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, friends, for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share all the breaking and exciting fandom news. We'll be back to record and talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four. And in the meantime, if you have anything you want to share with us, as always, you can tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for more geeky goodness.